Oh wait, I don't know the. I don't know the. Hold on. <laughs> I screwed it up. <laughs> hold on. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I got this. We okay. have to go back. Oh, I screwed it up again. I there's. The, I should have grabbed the. I should have grabbed the uh, the karaoke version. Hold on. There we go. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is not. This is not going well. It's okay. I hope we're keeping all the fuck up bits because this oh, is Oh, of course we are. It's... For those of you who we Lurk, were lurking, lurking on the web late one night when my eyes beheld a problematic sight. It made me say, "Oh, sweaty," and shake my head. The opinion on this post filled me with dread. It was a take. It was a monster take. A, mo a monster take. It was a real it bad take. A real it, bad take. it made me tremble and shake. It was it a bad take. It was a monster take. And that, that's that's it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to, Thank you. Welcome to Torture Shopping Network, the show where the show where every take is a monster take. You are listening to our 2020 Halloween special. For all of you Halloweenies out there. Did you hear I like I faded the music out? Um so if if Craig did hear that, that was that was pretty dope. That that would rock. We're gonna find out. If there was audio under that, that would be a miracle, but that was a good take on it. That was a good bit on its own. Uh, you know you're listening to a good podcast when we just compliment our own podcast at the very beginning, just so you like preload that it's good. Like we gotta like get that in your head, but we got a full court here because because Katie's got a book for us that we've no, that we've all known about for a while. This has been quite a while in the works, but this thing is a bit of a bear and they've taken it on themselves to read all 14 chapters of this incredible book. It is called Halloween and Satanism and it's Clapping, by Bill Phillips and Katie, actually I'm going to let you take it away. This was your baby. Yeah, so um, this is actually, so it's Halloween and Satanism. It was written by Phil Phillips and Joan Hake Roby, uh, president of formerly known as Starburst Publishers. So mm -hmm. this is actually a book I found in a thrift store, and I just thought it was absolutely bonkers. And I read it, and it's even more bonkers. But <laughs> it just kind of shows you this book. Well, first of all, it's published in 1987. So by that point, even most evangelicals thought this book was absolute garbage. But was that like, like post-Satanic pa Panic? Yeah, this is at the tail end of the Satanic Panic. Yeah. It was right whenever we were about to yeah. hit the uh, about to hit the golden age of the 90s. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, right when right when George H. W. was about to uh was on the horizon. So. Yeah, I'm just going to... So there's 14 chapters in this book because, you know, obviously they couldn't do 13 because 13's the scary number. No, I think it's just because there are 14 words. Did they skip chapter 13? No, they actually made a chapter 13. That would have been Ooh. fucking dope if they had skipped it. So we and then every, are like, every sixth word they omitted, so it was just unreadable. Um, so chapter 13 is actually called Breaking the Powers of Witchcraft and Demonic Control, 
So they're actually kind of being a little smart about this in a way. Um, So I'm just going to read the intro to you. And we can just throw on some very um, ooky spooky music. I don't think this needs music. Well, I think it'll be nice. It really will add to the ambiance of this piece because you'll, you'll hear it soon. All right. The night outside was cold and damp. An eerie darkness hovered over the city. As I stumbled through this dimly lit, closed-in room, I bumped into the many others who also were desperately struggling to find their way out of that dark and dismal place. Suddenly, I felt a cold hand grab my arm. Is this guy in the line at a strip club? Um, <laughs> if, if it's cold, first of all, if it's cold and damp, um, you're in the strip club in Minnesota. Um, oh. Uh, okay. So, let go of me, I yelled as fear welled up within me. I became wet with perspiration as I pulled away from the cold hand. <laughs> He's a wap, a wet-ass preacher. <laughs> Again, it grabbed my arm. Again, I pulled away. I leapt forward, only to look into the face of a horrible creature with blood running out of its nose and mouth. Blood. There was a lot of hyper-realistic blood. Hyper realistic blood. <laughs> well, blood is in quotation marks too. So I make it that we will. This guy's just was, spouting out squibs. Someone's <laughs> someone was just like was it was was this on Halloween? I'm go I'm going to assume so based on the intro. Cool. Anna there thinks it's chocolate of- syrup, which means this this whole this whole thing must be happening in black and white. <laughs> there was a lot of pushing and shoving in the room. I tried to leave. Ouch! I moaned as the heel of a shoe crushed down on my foot. Get off my foot! I yelled. Wow, that's a, that's a very quick tone change there. Yeah, I managed to get out of that room, only to find myself in another equally dark and oppressive one. It looks like you're going through a dark house, buddy. It's like a Motel Six. <laughs> <laughs> From a loft near the ceiling, the eyes of a black cat stared down at me. Owls, bats, and frogs guarded that awful... (laughs) Along with hundreds of other young people, I finally made my way out of that haunted house. With the doors ringing behind me, I said to myself, if this is Halloween, who needs it? (laughs) (laughs) Halloween Halloween too spooky. This was three spooky, five me. And then all I can give it is a big old yikes. Fear is a debilitating force. It can cause one to lose the proper perspective of life. So can syphilis. Okay, it can destroy the very life of a person. It can cause both physical and emotional illness. It could cause one to lose faith in God. So I'm wondering, is like the, like the thesis of this is that like, Horror shouldn't be a thing because the only thing you should fear is God. Yes. Because when you fear God, you like you have no reason to fear anything else. Not quite. He is not that optimistic about God, which is kind of sad considering his profession. Mm. That's what Kanye says about fearing God. Well, see, see, Kanye is right, and he also yeah. didn't write a book about how Halloween is the devil or whatever. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Like he's got to see how the electoral college hashes out, and then yeah. then yeah. we'll go there. But Katie, you have like quite a bit more of this for us. 
Yeah, so I do have a whole nother page from chapter two called A Celebration of Death. And then, um, which will pretty much just explain how these kind of people see Halloween and just let me read it. So, yeah, hit it. If you thought Halloween was a time for corn stalks, pumpkins, apples, and apple cider, a time for children dressed in cute costume of witches. Well, they're not the Godly. first four things I think about when I think of Halloween. I yeah. do not think of agricultural products. No, I think I do think of pumpkins, but I think of spooky pumpkins. Yeah, I think of pumpkins that are angry, not just like your yeah. regular ass pumpkin. Sorry, witches, continue. Goblins, witches, goblins, ghosts, or devils to knock at your door calling trick or treat. You had better wise up. There is more to Halloween. Much. I wish that, like, like his like thing of trick or treat. He like went through a whole trick or treat. Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. I'll pull down your underwear. Like that would have been. Uh, that would have made me. Okay. Um. That, that you said trick like, or yeah. treat, and that reminded me of this other thing we found from OrthodoxChristian.info. And it's I, info link. I, I gotta I gotta put this in here, but like it's this like straight HTML. It actually looks a lot like Time Cube that I just sent y'all. <laughs> so like I'm gonna put this in chatter. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, so you're gonna get a good look at this. This is very web 1.0, and it's oh, yeah. this article called Is Halloween Just Harmless Fun? And there's this I don't get what's up with all these conservative and orthodox sites feeling like they are able to like their pages can still be able to run. Um, like I can read this in a text only browser. If anything, this is incredibly accessible. Yeah, like actually. this is an accessibility win. Um, okay. I want to I want to just read the bolded parts of this. This is like a like a five paragraph essay. Um, and like I'm not going to read the whole thing, but they bolded uh, parts of it. Which yeah. um very I do uh, want to share very... one bit before you do that because it has specifically to do with trick or treat. Oh yes, of course. To do so by dressing up and going out would be to willfully seek fellowship with the dead, whose Lord is also known as Satan, the evil one who stands against God. Wait, Satan or... is a Lord of the Dead. That's like Hades. <laughs> I, think there's someone... I mean they're the Orthodox, so I don't I don't know what the Orthodox believe about. So my question is, the moment you die, you become pals with Satan? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> or to participate by submission to the dialogue of a trick or treat <laughs> is to make offering, not to innocent little children, but to the Lord of Death, whom they unknowingly serve as proxy for the dead. Um, trick or treat is a false dichotomy dichotomy and i don't want to be caught in this dilemma um that's that's not an argument sweaty that's a logical fallacy and the it's one thing you have to remember if, is suppose if for a moment you are tricking and or treating <laughs> i mean that's not there's no guarantee that that's an exclusive or i mean for all i know these liberal children could be coming and i can give them candy and then they can take off my pants <laughs> are you sure you're not taking off their pants Anyway, let's move on. Look, I'm Ben Shapiro, not Stefan Molyneux. Chill. Oh. <laughs> anyway, you got more of this trick-or-treating bullshit. Me or Mia? You. Oh, oh I want yes. to read the bolting, but I, I'm over it now. Oh, wait. Hold, hold on. on. Hold on. In order. In order. Oh, yeah. Katie? In order. Oh. No, wait. 
<laughs> Look, it's been a while since I've had all of you on one show. It's it, like I'm not a good John McLaughlin, all right? Mia, do your bolded bits, and then we'll go back to the book. Okay, it's going to be really underwhelming now, but like, um, if you do the thing that I do, which is not read, um, and you only read the bits that like pop out to you, um, you just see Halloween is not what it appears to be, and then at any level, and then also the devil exists, evil spirits exist, and then that's it. And then there's so, like, like you kind of get the gist of what this little this little yeah art, you don't need a whole art. lot to I mean PR. I mean, all of those things are true. What I'm saying is this could have had a TLDR and I just gave it to you. This website has frames and music that plays in the background. Wait, is it? Yeah, if you go to orthodoxchristian.info and click on enter for the frames version, which your browser has to support frames. I mean, I hope you have like Netscape 4.0 for that because like that's some intense shit. Like, I don't know if I can get that and just the uh, I don't know if I I don't know if uh, yeah, just I'm your... just using Firefox, so I don't you should be fine. And I have a connection is not secure thing popping up. So well, I'm just yeah, gonna... this thing doesn't have a this thing doesn't gonna, have click out of that. there's very loud chanting so fair warning <laughs> yeah oh, i it's don't want to rip that for the audio it's brutal i love it but yeah katie go ahead and like finish this up on this little part of the book and then there's a picture from the book that i want to talk about yeah so i just have a whole nother half page to read and then i'm done so um Witchcraft is not child's play. It is abomination in the eyes of God. You can't from, just go and hex the moon. <laughs> from 1575 to the 1700s, many people were burned at the stake for their real or suspected involvement in witchcraft. Real Yet, or suspected <laughs> involvement? This guy thinks some of the Salem witches were actually witches? Apparently, I don't know, I don't know the, that quarry guy. That, the, that quarry guy that got crushed under rocks is pretty sus. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, he, he's a he's a beta male. Otherwise, he would have survived that. I mean, I mean, he. I mean, it's okay that he died, but I guess I'm different. Yet today, witchcraft has gained accessibility, acceptability, also accessibility by many people. Even the Internal Revenue Service has given taxes and status to the Church of Wicca, the official Church of Witchcraft. Who fucking which cares? Gift, which means your fucking gift to witchcraft. Fucking tax men! Those usurious bastards giving legitimacy <laughs> to the Wiccans. The, the, tax, the tax people are all at, like secretly Wiccans. The tax and they're, people, like, yeah, they're right, all just like... To your house to collect... Which means yeah. that your gift to witchcraft is a tax-deductible, charitable donation of a religious nature, the same as if you were tithing to the Church of Jesus Christ. In the eyes of the U.S. government, Which there one? is Yes, that's, that's like enshrined yeah. in the Constitution, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's almost, like it's, a, it's almost like under IRS guidelines, the standards for having, a, for having a religion are kept that way on purpose so that they don't get sued under the First Amendment's Establishment Clause. Yeah, you know, like, um, if, it, like, uh, we have to, the reason why we need, like, um, so many people to be, like, I, I mean, this is old, but, like, but, like, um, 
like nowadays like conservatives and like like evangelicals just like um honor the court to its fullest extent and they use like constitutionalism as the basis for it but it's just like it's just funny because like this is like an old school like how old is the are the people who wrote this in the 80s so um well it was written in 1987 so they were well they're boomers but obviously like these people were probably i think in their 30s and 40s when this was written are you kidding Um, me (laughs) okay the 80s was wild yeah the 80s was a very very wild time and this book has had four separate printings. Fun wow. fact. So, um, basically, the third chapter kind of talks more about like different um, supernatural symbols. So, like creatures of the night, deception, the strange, and supernatural characterize Halloween, the celebration of death. So, basically, talks about just how shitty owls and toads and cats and fairies are and shit. Um, and why we wear masks during Halloween and shit. I mean, it's very glossed over, so take of it what you will. But chapter four, quote, dabbling, is a very interesting chapter, because first of all, it is 30 pages. 30 pages of what kinds of dabbling they are. Which, first of all, as someone who would have been 13 and got their hands on this, I would have read this as, it's like, oh, these are things you are not supposed to do. I would have not known what they were and been like, huh, I wonder what these things are. <laughs> but basically talking about the root of the word occult. And then the first thing that comes up are incantation and Ouija boards. Because Ouija. of fucking course, Ouija boards. So let me just read you the history for this. According to the Ouija board by Edmund Gruse, devices like the Ouija board were known by the Chinese, Egyptians, Greeks, and other ancient peoples. Oh, no. Wait a second. Is he taking, like, the marketing insert from the Ouija board as actual history? (laughs) Jeez. Oh, God. This, um... First the Ouija board and now the virus? literally like let me this is the part that's in in bold the ouija board is not a game to play at a slumber or birthday party it's a (laughs) more of an activity it's not really a game you don't win or lose it like it was just like made up by some person for like like it's not it doesn't have like a big history it was just like it was like, a, it was a literal, like, a game from some, like... It uh, was literally like, oh, the spiritualist movement is going on. I wonder if we can make money off of this. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's literally a board game based off of that. <laughs> a Wheel of Fortune was- home game, for, but for witchcraft. <laughs> well, it wasn't even for witchcraft. It was for, like, the Fox sisters basically were like, oh, we can talk to spirits, and spirits can talk to... And then even though they defunct it by showing off how they could strategically pop their knuckles to imitate knocking sound mm-hmm. which That's first rad. of all to make really your giant like your giant paw mitts to sound like knocking through wall like knocking through walls that's a power move to be honest but literally even after that these people were like huh how much money do you think we can make off this and <laughs> It literally was not taken seriously until the fucking Exorcist came out. I'm not joking. And ever since then, there's been this huge tirade against the Ouija board. 
And also, like... You you don't want to end up, like, all exorcist exorcist girl you don't want to end up like crawling on the ceiling and going your mother sucks cocks in hell or whatever happens. i don't want my head to turn around in circles like hillary clinton <laughs> <laughs> little known fact the exorcist stars hillary rodham clinton yes anyway sorry katie go ahead of course another thing is and you can tell this is the 80s Dungeons and Dragons. Oh which yeah, have- oh, yeah, baby. We need to do a we need to do a tabletop stream at some point or something. Oh my goodness, yes. Like- yes. Riley <laughs> Riley is a good is a good DM by the way. Oh yes, we're we gonna ba- get our bear- some satanic uh, magic by. No, um, we are absolutely we not go. going to do that. We are going to be nice and good and careful, but carry on. We're going to conjure the <laughs> the name of Gary Gygax. So literally, you could tell it's the eighties because there's six pages devoted to the fucking D and D. In case you don't understand, they throw these mystical cubes called dice, and some <laughs> of them aren't cubes. Some of them are otherwise polyhedra, the but they're all marked with the-, the power of chaos. <laughs> yeah, the thing to remember though is that they're. Yeah, the thing to remember though is that they're all marked with satanic runes called Arabic numerals. <laughs> Derived, of course, from the Arab menace. You'll you'll be worried about them in twenty years, I promise. But like, <laughs> we're just ahead of the game on this one. But the and then they fill out these character sheets that are meant to that are meant to contract spirits from the. Am I getting close? Am I actually close to like what they're go what they go for, Katie? Uh, minus the Arab uh tokens. <laughs> Also, this person fucking quotes their own uh, in my book, Turmoil and Box. I quote, No, you're not supposed to quote, you're not fucking Zizek. Don't hold on a second. Hold on a second, because I just remembered something about Phil Phillips. I just remembered something important about Phil Phillips. Because you said Turmoil and the Toy Box. He actually did a video version of that mm-hmm. book in which, among other things, he made incredibly inaccurate references about Skeletor being the master of the universe <laughs> and referred to the famous equine toy series as, quote, my pony. But I think most <laughs> egregiously of all, Mr. Phillips discusses, or was it, was it, was it his guest on, was Phil Phillips the one with the mullet or was was he the one with? He's the one with the mullet, isn't he? He's not the one that actually loiters out outside Toys R Us. No, he was the one that loitered outside Toys R Us. Yeah, which he Phil Phillips. Yeah, Philip. Phil Phillips was so invested in making sure these children do not buy demon toys what? like He Man or My Pony or <laughs> I don't know Nintendo. That I mean, because as you as you know, Mario's a demon who eats mushrooms in order. I mean, yeah, he, he used to be a good Catholic, and then he started <laughs> eating mushrooms, <laughs> and, then it, and then it fell apart. Wait, is this is this pro Catholic? I thought like I thought like everyone. No, in this is anti Catholic. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, Phil Phillips is anti Catholic, so I guess yeah, he's I a bad Catholic because. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, but like Mario was good until he ate mushrooms and that turned him into a demon and he got possessed and then he had to upset the natural order of things by overthrowing a god ordained monarch, Bowser Koopa. Huh. <laughs> 
But yeah, this guy is like obsessed with every culture war thing you can think of from like the 1980s. And he's still at it, folks. I just want to, we'll get to that in a moment, but just spoiler alert, he's not dead. Damn. Somehow he looked even younger now than he did when. Yeah, he had a real glow up. But so kind of going on from here, there's of course. So before I start in, Somebody had previously owned this book because I picked it up from Thrift Books. And if I find any notes in here that I find funny, I will read them to you. Which, of course, includes it's like tarot cards, tea reading, scrying. Just scrying is the word crystals. Not crystals. Not crystals. Yeah, to get that diamond off your fucking finger, bitch. Clearly, you've been tampering with the devil. The only crystals you should be interested in are crystal math. <laughs> oh my god. Anna, your mic There's... is going crackly lackily. Mine? No, Anna. Anna. Oh. It, it did that on the last so one. We're buy, Anna, yeah. we're going to buy you a new mic at some point because. Oh, thank you. We have yeah. Goes it goes into your normal ones like talismans, palmistry, which as an actual witch, I think palmistry is garbage. It is such yeah. fucking garbage. Um Okay. I think it's pretty cool. I don't know what you're How talking about. The fuck? So one of the ones Rosicrucians is one of the ones that's brought up. So Rosa. Rosicrucians were believed to be members of a German mystical or occult order that suddenly became active during the second decade of the 17th century. Um, okay, this stuff's all true. Jesse Ventura told me. Oh! Rosicrucians and other secret societies. Oh, this is fucking anti-Freemason bullshit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Good so luck, I love it. <laughs> luck charms, pentagrams, and then there's like hex signs um, from the time of the first century Christian church and even before this, numbers, animals, geometric designs, and colors have had an extraordinary significance. Everyone knows preschool is of the devil. That's why (laughs) I didn't go. And then it shows like um, pictures, which actually I'm going to fucking put in the chat because these like quote um what is Before it you do that, can i talk about one picture that's already in the chat yes okay all right so, i didn't mean to send that while you were reading one thing i wanted to one thing i you noticed was that he has like a section where he's talking about satanic symbols and depictions of the devil what he uses as a depiction of the devil is the poster from Der Uzig Jude, which you may know as one of the number of Nazi propaganda films about Jewish people. Hmm. Kind of sus. <laughs> yeah, maybe my little yeah. joke about 14 words wasn't that far off, huh, Phil? Yeah, uh, Katie, you're posting some interesting pictures in here of his various yeah, so, just like um, doodles. Sure it's like one of them's a star. These literally look like family crests, though. These look like and coasters. 
Yeah, they're just nice coasters. Yeah, they're. they're I want a tattoo of each and every one of them. Maybe if you get all twelve of them tattooed, maybe you can ultimately um, unlock the seven seals and then Ooh. let Satan cause his thousand-year reign. I hope it makes me grow horns. I'd be badass. Thousand. I bet I'd be no, hot he with horns. No, he gets four years and then he has to go up for election. This is America. I'd be like a sexy tiefling. Hell yes. You know what? That's goals. What is it with trans people and tieflings? Because I love them too. Because they're honestly. hot. Yes, they're hot. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Like, so one. Have you got any more from the book? Because like, so there's basically like Satan is alive and well, which talks about different types of witchcraft. Which honestly, fucking stupid. History of the Black Mass, satanic symbols, modern day witchcraft, and how it goes. Um, and basically. If you decide to be stupid and play around with witchcraft, how the hell to get yourself out through loving the Lord Jesus Christ and voting for Ronald Reagan? Um, excuse me. I mean, um, you mean George H. W. Bush and Bob Dole? Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Really timely joke, everybody. But like, <laughs> now I got to ask a question here, Katie, because I've noticed something in your discussion of all this talk about like the occult. The fuck does any of this book have to do with Halloween? So basically, it's saying that when you celebrate Halloween... You're it, literally doing all of these things. You are base. It is a doorway to the occult and to Satanism. And the only <laughs> way to redeem yourself is through the love of Lord Jesus Christ and to confirm Emmy Comey Barrett for the Supreme Court. Um, oh, yes. Aunt, Aunt Amy, my favorite character on Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> I know, real lib tier joke there. I'm sorry, folks. I'm kind of phoning it in. I'm. Amy Coney Barrett. What is she? A handmaid? <laughs> but, folks, apparently. I mean, we all want to fuck Ralph Fiennes, but, like, not that bad. Uh, so you would you would think though that um like all this is hokey it's in the past like anti-halloween hate is and is really kind of you know passe but no last year there was a halloween well a halloween alternative that was being offered called jesus ween <laughs> a world evangelism day can I just say something like, really quick? I ain't got a lot of questions about that Jesus' sounds incredibly wing. disrespectful to Christ. I was going to say. Yeah. This sounds incredibly hurtful. How big of an event was Jesus' wing? How big was Jesus' wing? It got coverage uh, in Vice. Well, it got coverage in BuzzFeed, and then they all literally... All the pictures were deleted. Yeah, all the pictures were deleted, and the website got taken down. But here's the thing about Jesus Wing, because they're talking about passing out Bibles and, like, you know, converting people. We already have that. It's called All Saints Day. Like, don't make this difficult. They, also, literally, like, made, they literally made All Saints Day to convert people. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you want to honor the dead? Let's honor the dead saint. Yeah, but does anyone celebrate All Saints Day, though? Yeah, it's the day after. What, what looks better on the back of a of a of a minivan, All Saints Day or JesusWeen.com. 
Probably couldn't uh, get allsaintsday.com or allsaintsdayeve. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't that doesn't roll out the tongue as much as Jesus Ween. Is it still lie? It, it goes to something called Agent Paul 101. No. Wait. This is still up. Jesus Where did Ween. you find this? I looked this up. Okay. I googled Jesus Ween. Like the header, the header says Jesus and then Ween Global Festival. That just makes me think of the band Ween. Let me read this to you. Anna, I want you to read the about on this. Yes. Okay, just hang on. Let me find word. It's a ways down. Their banner is huge. And they're like, oh, we were talked about Huffington Post. No, They weren't laughing with you, honey. Yeah. Okay. About Jesus Ween is a nonprofit organization also known as Jesus Win. We are oh, focused on helping people live better lives through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hey, they spelled Savior your way. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. Oh goodness gracious! Jesus Ween is a God-given vision which was born as an answer to the cry of many, uh, of many, uh, every. Uh, Uh-oh. is to expect, believe, or think. We therefore see October 31st as a day to expect a gift of salvation and rethink receiving Jesus. Reinvent Christianity, folks. We need to like disrupt and innovate in this space. So we came up with Jesus Ween. It's- oh, do you know why? Yeah. Do you know why I- they don't want to do All Saints Day? Because evangelical Christians have a problem with saints and Catholicism. This is something that was actually explained to me. That saints are that, cool. Like if you look up saints, one of the saints best parts cool. of Catholicism. Like I wish, I wish that like I as like a non, uh, like a non-religious person had saints. Maybe I should convert to Catholicism. You should. <laughs> <laughs> Episode's alternate title is Anna converts the gang to Catholicism. <laughs> that'll yeah. be the dis- that'll be in the description. Well, we do the so second every pair. year. Do- the world in yeah, its- hit it. Sorry. Oops. I think you're cutting out a little. Uh oh! Did we lose it? <gasps> Satan took her. No! It's all my it took the most Instead devout of- person. Oh like, no! That- it- like yes, the one person a, on this podcast who's like most protected against demons and a, Satan decided to just go take sins. Anna. It's a punishment for all our sins. It's all my fault. I'm the it's wind. Yeah. I made fun of Jesus' wing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, we, were, we were trying to like we were doing we were being too holy on this podcast and so i think i think satan's testing us yes i think satan's putting um, a temptation in front of are, us to see if joke? we're still holy in front like was uh was like was it job I, yeah job was the one that faced all the trials yeah and, uh, no we cannot hear you or hear you so I think the only way to solve this is, guys. I think we're gonna have to crucify me. Um, no. Okay. I don't have the I don't have the material for that, Katie. Well, honestly, you could just stick me in a body of water, and if I sink, then you I sink. clearly am not. Anna's oh, back. <laughs> Satan has returned Anna to us. <laughs> She's used the trial and succeeded. Me. <laughs> yeah. We we're about to like we we're about to like crucify Katie in order to like get you back. 
They volunteered. It's okay. It, it, oh, well, it you, wasn't Katie. my idea. Definitely oh, wasn't your idea. I was suggesting getting dunked in some water, but crucifix is fine too, I guess. Yeah, we were going to do dunking stool shit too, but like, anyway, I'm going to do the second graph on this because I don't know if Satan's going to take Katie again. Or not Katie, Anna. Satan might. Satan, take Katie. Hey, if he's taking me, I'm taking the throne, just so you know. All right, have fun. I think hell's going to turn into a party afterwards. Anyway. Every year, the world and its system, that needs some big echoes around it. That needs some, like, that needs three parentheses around system, it. It's system. The world and its system, which is, like, global zio-capitalism, I don't know, like, whatever <laughs> these people think, have a day set aside October 31st. <laughs> To celebrate ungodly images and evil characters, while Christians all over the world participate, hide, or just stay quiet on Halloween Day. This isn't Yom HaShoah, folks. This isn't like, this isn't like, Halloween is not a genocide. What the fuck is with you? Being a day that is widely acceptable to solicit and knock on doors, God inspired us to encourage Christians to use this day as an opportunity to spread the gospel. Look, you don't need a special day to do that. Just look at the Jehovah's Witnesses. Are, are people going to start going around to... trying to proselytize to me on trick-or-treat night? Correct. Uh, I'm not giving you candy. Oh, look at these little Mormons that showed up at our door. Let's give them some candy. They're not Mormon. <laughs> Jesus Ween is expected to become the most effective Christian outreach day ever. And that is why we also call it World Evangelism Day. Cool. Very cool. How it started. In 2002, Pastor Paul, no last name, he's like Cher, I guess. Paul is like the pastor name. That and John. You mm. get Pastor John, you get Je Pastor Paul, and those are like the two pastors, and they're probably fucking. I want a Pastor Matthew, thank you very much. I think there's underrepresentation of a. I, I'm, 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 I, I have a thing against Matthews, okay? That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> But anyway, Pastor Paul requested 300 copies of New Testament pocket-sized Bibles. I have a problem with that phrase for a second. It's, it's, it's not the whole Bible. It's just the New Testament. They're pocket New Testaments. Everyone just calls them pocket New Testaments. It's not anyway. a real Bible if I can't fit a gun in it. <laughs> That's also fair. From the Bible Society. What? I didn't know there was like a thing called the Bible Society. Anyway, for to use for personal evangelism, a few days before Halloween, a word came to him to give out Bibles. To, they didn't capitalize Bibles this time. That's weird. I, I'm copy editing this thing. Why am I doing that? Uh, to everyone knocking at his door expecting candy. On that day, over 40 Bibles were given out. That's as many as four tens, and that's terrible. That, <laughs> And I got the reference. And I got the Superman dictionary reference. Praise be. Without him stepping out of his house. All I it laugh. took was placing That's a Bible funny. into every bag as they opened each bag with a smile. It was much easier than expected. And since, and there's an ellipsis. That's it. And it trails off to a, an archive.org link, which I'm going to go open. Um, I'm pretty sure smiles. 
those smiles were the same vibe as like the vine that's like it's an avocado oh this is so like this is such a 2005 website this was obviously (laughs) made with weebly no a mofa it was made by another one of those okay so like if you're not like up on web design aesthetics the thing you got to remember is in the in the late 2000s and early 2010s there were all these like site builder services there still are but for most purposes people just use like wordpress now but they were like wix yeah that's fair squarespace is the only one of these that's actually good and successful but like there was wix and weebly and like you could just make a functional but hideous website and that's what the OG Jesus Ween website looks like it's just this terrible like very oh there's chapters in Canada oh there's a oh, oh there's boy. a oh, there's a how it started page thank goodness oh this is long <clears throat> but it's oh finally all it took was putting a Bible into every bag as they opened each bag with a smile. It was much easier than expected, and since then, God kept on talking to Pastor Paul about how to keep, help God's people make use of the go-ye instruction every October 31st and on major public holidays. Oh, God, these people are going to go out on Memorial Day and just throw <laughs> pocket New Testaments at me. They're going to go out on, like, Martin Luther King Day and just say, the only Martin Luther I, that I think is king is Martin Luther. Because he attacked the damned papists. <laughs> until there, until now, there is no day dedicated for all Christians to ensure the gospel is communicated in, to others in love. Anna, you want to like fact check this? You want to go like you want to do like politifact on this? That there is no day dedicated for all Christians to ensure the gospel is communicated to others. Um, actually, Mr. Dr. Pastor Paul, um, there's this thing called Sunday. You might have heard of it. It's not <laughs> yeah, being a pastor and all that. <laughs> it's about worshiping the sun. <laughs> and so- it's certainly not that. <laughs> Wait. Oh, you're making. Oh, oh, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Big old pun. Here we go. Hey, <laughs> You yeah, know, we're sun God? worshippers, all right. The son of God. <laughs> so with yes. God talking to all these people, um, sometimes individually pastors, and in groups. Well, sometimes those pastors just need to put God on red because God talks way too much. I think God talks the right amount. I think these pastors just don't know when to listen and when to just like kind of take it with a just take it as like a general instruction because, like, I don't think I don't. Okay, I'm not as, okay, I'm not one of these evangelical American Protestants who thinks that I have a personal relationship with God. That said, I think I know God well enough that I don't think he would be like, I don't think he'd be like, you know what would be really effective? If you take these kids to think they're going to get candy and you just hand them a book that half of them probably can't read yet. Yeah, if you just hand them so, like something they're going to lose and like I mean, I will say this. Like, you know, you know what would work for something like this? It's evil and awful, but you're if you're an evangelical and you're listening to this, I'm amazed first of all. 
<laughs> but second of all, like if you really wanted to do this, this is the whole reason chick tracts exist. So I don't know why this guy didn't just order a bunch of chick tracts. I don't know. I mean, he probably thinks that chick tracts are also heretical for some reason. And not for like the reason that they actually are a heresy, but like just for just because like he doesn't like the art or something. Here's something like, that probably <laughs> work better than any of that, and that's something that, that a lo- yeah that a local church once did, um, uh, or that a local church like did every year um, on trick or treat night was they'd have a trunk or treat at the church, and yeah. they, they would talk to the parents as they were giving the kids candy. Yeah, the the thing they're trying to do is get the people to come to church and become a part of their community because that's what church. Yeah, because that's the like that's the function of church is you get yeah. them in the community and that's how they come to God. It's not literally if we just like, like have you take God home with you in your shaming them. It's like it's like they're doing like vote Joe Biden voter shaming or something, but for like <laughs> Jesus. You know, if Jesus had won the twenty sixteen primary, he would have won. <laughs> Jesus would have beaten won. Donald Trump. I'm gonna write in Jesus. You no, you specifically have to write in his full name, Jesus of Nazareth. Because if you don't, see, you gotta do his Italian name, Jesus Nazaretti. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing is, though, Jesus has a, a lot of titles, like a very long, like. Poster so what you want to do is get title. one of those like so what you want to do is get one of those like super fine tip Japanese pens you can only get Ooh. online and just like get them all in there. You got to like do it like you're making a cheat sheet for a test or something because you got to make sure that's county auditor counts the it. First man, leader of the seven kingdoms, mother of dragons. Father of dragons. Uh, Don't misgender Jesus. Does Jesus have to have a gender? Yes. Then what did it dick look like? What? what? I'm sorry, Anna. I'm sorry. We know what his dick looks like. He was Jewish. He was circumcised. Yeah. That was like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> All this Jesus Anna, talk has gotten me. Anna, we're going to go, Anna, we're going to do our own podcast and we're going to call it the 701 Club because, like, A, fuck Scott <laughs> Robertson and B, we need to get away from these heathens. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So y'all. while we're talking about shit that's scary, how about the goddamn news, everybody? Oh, Amy what? Coney Barrett, as we hinted at earlier, has joined our our group of nine law kings in order to like in order to like safeguard Donald Trump's reascendance to the throne as God Emperor, and also like. Ramy you, Boney and Eric. also like destroy the rest of the Affordable Care Act. Hell yeah! <laughs> like she's not Amy Two Targaryen; she's Amy Three Targaryen. <laughs> but like the thing is, is like if you went and looked at the what the fuck is going on? Okay, this is off topic. This is another piece of scary breaking news. If you're like me and you followed Brexit, the name Nigel Farage might come to mind. He is currently <laughs> headlining at a Trump campaign event. 
What? what? Oh my goodness. Nigel Farage. Donald Trump is so desperate to win this thing that he called up British Donald Trump. And he's like, <laughs> hey, hey, Nigel, hey, Nigel, I really liked what you did with Brexit. I think, I think that was astounding. I think that was some real shit. Can you come help me win Oklahoma? So here's the thing. In in the rally, I guarantee not a single person knows, knows who, who Nigel Farage is. is. They're all just like screaming and cheering their fucking heads off whenever he says like a single word. Yeah, they love. I'm sure they love him because he's British. Where is he? Where the fuck? He's in Goodyear, Arizona, with a friend of his, Nigel Farage. One of the most powerful men in Europe, Nigel Farage, is what he's saying. And they're just going nuts for <laughs> Nigel. Actually, no, the applause is kind of tepid. Really? Oh, my it's goodness. because they don't fucking know who he is. I know. I, see, I thought that there was like a thing. Like, he's I a thought, very like, non-controversial Trump. person, he well, says. He's not Trump. Those These people, they. Oh, this is why, this is why, like, the, like, the, um, anyone trying to pick up the Trump mantle after Trump won't get anywhere because lose. they're not Trump. Because yeah, Josh Hawley's just a dork. Yeah. The only thing I can maybe think of is like Donald Trump Jr., but he's not going to get anywhere. It'd just be hilarious if he decided to run for president. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm about to like, my mother actually, my mother actually tipped me off to this, by the way. So shout out to friend of the pod, Maureen O'Hara. Shout out, not Maureen. the actress, but like, she let me know about this because she's been the filter through which I've been viewing the last week of the election because she will copy and paste tweets and send them to me. She will actually copy and paste these to me. It's wonderful that's, because that's, it's like it's incredibly endearing because I don't have to click through as well. So it's already just right there in the Facebook Messenger chat. Thanks, Mom. I'm just asking, who the hell in that crowd even knows who Nigel Farage is? And I'm just going to say it like that because people used to make this pun back when Brexit was a going concern. It's like, you can't barrage the Farage. You can't barrage the Farage. And I'm like, he doesn't even pronounce his name like that, but like, go off, King. Go off, no English Defense League, King. asshole. Or is that a but yeah. Nigel Farage is back. The ghost of Brexit passed. If we are talking about scary shit. Like, this is, and he's going to come out to the good folks of Goodyear, Arizona, and explain why a no-deal Brexit is better than a bad-deal Brexit. I mean, explain why they need to vote for Donald Trump, because he's going to end cancel culture, I guess. That thing that Arizona voters really care about is, like, the the fate of, like, British right-wing politicians. See, this is why I'm, like, I'm, like, sure that Trump's going to lose, because this whole campaign this whole is, thing is pathetic. Yeah, it's completely pathetic. They they don't know what to do when they're not running against Hillary. Like, yeah, they're still out, trying like, to run against Hillary. Yeah, no, and then like whenever, whenever like during the last debate, whenever they brought out like this, like this, like Johnny Johnny, like Bursmelly or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. Um, like like the like the guy who was like oh he's part the guy, of the gate shit and it's like yeah, no wasn't he the guy who's like the laptop repair guy or was that somebody yeah, else? I don't know. I don't know. But, like, he's literally trying to do the emails thing, but he can't tie it to Joe Biden, so he has to try to hot tie it to... So, like, in a way, this is, like, the specter of history returning a second time, this time is farce. So, like, if we want to keep it to our Halloween theme, we got, like, ghosts of the past coming up here. Yeah. 
But like, that's the whole thing that like blows my fucking mind. But like the other scary thing, like to go back to our first scary thing, this is all possible because a specter is haunting torture shopping network. The, the specter of British politics. <laughs> so like if you listen to last week's episode, which you should, if you haven't already, Anna and I talked about the figure of Tory man and just like this idea that in every country there is a Tory that just absolutely like represents what it means to be a conservative in that country. And I think we made a mistake in saying Jacob Rees-Mogg represents what it means to be a British conservative because it's absolutely Nigel Farage. That man is an absolute monster. Like this is somebody who is like, who is straight up like Lewis. He even has the same cadence as like Lewis Prothero from V for Vendetta. He's like, I'm surprised he doesn't have a, he he doesn't have like a Katie. You need to not be mean to yourself in the chat. Say something nice about yourself right now. Well, for context, can you please tell them what I just said? You just said that the episode description for this episode will be, and Katie halfway through finally learns to shut the fuck up. It's true, though. It's mean. Say something nice about yourself right now. Um, I guess I'm funny. You're incredibly yeah. funny. We are going to everybody in the comments, and there better be comments on this. I better <laughs> tell Katie that they're funny. Like, I don't care if you like listen to the, any of the other, anything else from this episode, everybody gas Katie up or, so we'll Twitter, on, you. or we're, we're not going to do any more podcast on Twitter. You're going to gas me up too, right? Yeah. Yes. Everybody, everybody tell Katie. She's fucking fantastic. You're the greatest They're Katie. Fantastic. Thank you. The best. Everyone's saying. Everyone's saying Katie's the best person on the chapping network. Oh, oh, speaking of speaking of Trump and liberal fear mongering. Um, so there is this post being shared around Facebook. Christ. Where um uh, this thing's so this off real quick. Let me just read this real quick. It's um no, you don't even have to read it, just describe it to us because like basically we'll get the gist. It's basically like, um, basically, if you're married and you're gay, you need to relook at your paperwork and because they're going to take away your right to be married. It's like, no. Do you no. want to just like point out that there is currently no case coming up in the Supreme Court about marriage? Like, there's no litigation going on to try to undo Obergefell. Now, that's not to say that a 6-3 conservative court isn't terrifying in many ways. It's just, it's just that the, uh, it's just that it's not immediate. And, like, a lot of people are sharing things like, oh, you need to, like, we need to, like, figure out how to transport people for abortions right now. Or we need to, like... So I, I think the these people are missing the forest for the trees because like the like all these conservative judges, like all that all this shit, like abortion and like gay rights, like that stuff is kind of like like it is like kind of put into question. But the thing that is assured that is going to be decimated in this country is labor rights. Is, mm-hmm. um, what's is, what's like, left of the American working like, rights yeah. is gonna be gone in like two years. Like there unless will be child slavery again. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's unconstitutional to prevent me from hiring twelve year olds. 
I didn't say what for. Like, this is every ANCAP's wet dream. Like, it doesn't even matter that she's like, everybody making a, like, I will say this. Yes, it's a big deal that she's some kind of weird tradcath, like Society of St. Pius X kind of person. <laughs> What's What's an even bigger deal is that she's one of these federal society weirdos like Antonin Scalia and every other and every other conservative federal court appointee in the last 20 years. Because the thing you got to remember about the courts is like is like judges don't just come out of nowhere like like they get appointed or elected and it comes from night and and my eyes beheld an eerie fright. Was it, it was, the monster judge? Were they doing the, the monster, monster judge? judge? Yeah, they're they were <laughs> making the monster judge. Oh, I think like I think like the big takeaway though is like yes, these are incredibly terrifying times, and one thing that we're gonna do to help you through this is what I want to do, and what Torture Shopping Network wants to do for you over this next week or so of confusion is we want to bring you certainty. And starting on November 3rd, and until there is a successor, until we have a must president, as it were, we are going to be on Twitch every fucking night at least one of us to walk you through the events of the previous day's election electoral shenanigans because the scary thing about the 2020 election is it's not going to be settled on november 3rd it may not even be settled on november 4th and that's because over 70 million people have already voted and in some states even in-person early votes are not counted until after the votes from november 3rd So we may not have answers for you right away. And if you're coming to our podcast for answers about the election, I mean, that that is terrifying because we're just going to be recycling what everyone else is already telling you. So, like, seriously, listen to anything else. But, like, if you do, if you want to see a bunch of. And if you want to see a bunch of trans people and queer people do some fun jokes about the election (laughs) and then also tell you the results from time to time, we're going to have you. We're definitely going to do full court press or as near as possible on the third. I'm going to try to be on on the evening of the fourth and the fifth and as long as it takes. Mia, for practical reasons, I'm going to actually make us a separate Twitch channel because I don't want to get you struck down. I was thinking about, like, um, just, like, rebranding my Twitch channel as TSN. Uh, Yeah, if you want to, that'd be really nice. That saves us some trouble. Um, Yeah, so we're... Hit it. I have a question. Yeah. Skyrim. What? Can we stream Skyrim? I will play Skyrim for 24 hours straight. Of course we can stream night. Skyrim. Are you kidding me? We are we are doing Skyrim. We are we are going to settle this we are going to settle the 2020 race in Skyrim <laughs> and it is going to be like Hillary like Jarl Jarl Balgriff Jarl Balgriff's medic meta dragons for all plan or was radical, so that's why he can't be the high king. I'm sorry, Balgriff. Balgriff is just a bridge too far. He's a socialist. Jarl Balgriff isn't even king. He's not even. No, considered. I know, but he's but he would be lost in the primary. Like that's the whole thing. That's he what happens want, in Skyrim, right? 
No. <laughs> what, you mean Skyrim isn't a retelling of the 2016 primaries? Okay, um... It was made in, like, 2010. Update. Actually, let's not uh, rebrand my uh, Twitch, because I forgot that I, like, use it. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll whip us up a Twitch. Don't worry. I will whip us up a Twitch. Between... So... I don't have the name for it yet because I literally haven't made it. This is just us letting you inside Torture Shopping Network, letting you, our listeners, sit around the table with us while we plan what we have in store for you. And I just want to let y'all know that we've got big things in store for the election. It may be the last election America has as America. So, like, I mean, inshallah, like, we're going to make that happen and we are going to bring you the results as soon as other reputable news organizations have them and how yes sorry i was um i was <laughs> my profile picture because i changed it to our logo and then i had to and then you gotta undo it yeah and but i Oops. but i don't have the picture that i had before so i put a picture of a luann with a sign that says vote communist next to her fuck yes <laughs> hell fucking yeah but like I think what I I think the takeaway for tonight is that nothing can be as scary as the idea of Phil Phillips loitering outside of Toys R Us. Nothing. <laughs> and I think the other I think the other thing we got to take away is that the Canadian government punishes work. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I just <laughs> I do want to say this. Ever since last week's episode, I mm -hmm. actually get like. YouTube recommendations from the honorable member from Carlton himself, Pierre Polyeva. Same. And it is it is steaming hot. Steaming mm. hot stuff. Like we talked about this last week. Like the, the man is a stone cold fax. I just wanted to make sure everybody on the pod heard that. Yeah. I mean that man, that man's hair does not move. I don't think it's moved since 2007, but there is there is like a there is like a type of man who like has like Lego hair, like just like hair that just like and that's looks, Pierre. Yeah, it just looks like it's just put on there. And Hang it's on, Katie's screaming. What do you need? What's up? What happened? I can't hear them. <laughs> Hang on, Katie's having a technical moment. Oh no! Well, I think we're close to the end of the podcast, aren't we? It's like close to the end, so uh, should we just like wind it down. Maybe. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, thanks for listening to the Torture Shopping Network podcast. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Jesus Ween, everybody! Happy All Saints Day, everybody! Happy uh. All Souls Day. All that's Souls a, Day. Happy. Yeah, that's, happy um election day. Uh, happy November fourth. Yeah, happy November fourth. Happy um. Fifth of November. 4th. Uh, happy. Okay, so happy, I have an update for you on Katie's technical problem. The Ooh. demons uh -huh. got her, and by oh, that no. I mean, no. and by that I mean they're. Uh, their uh, earbuds died. Oh no! no! We just wrapped up the show for us all. We just, uh, I said happy <laughs> everything, and okay. um, we love you. We love you. I, I gotta go get Katie back from the demons. All right. Okay. All right. 
That uh, rocks. Let's go, yeah. Bye, everybody.